Who is against the queen will die. Coming up on the broadcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the broadcast. Welcome to this week's pared down, stripped down version of the broadcast. It's like what? Like uh, the broadcast unplugged? Like, remember, like, <laughs> right back on, like, MTV used to have the, the unplugged where, like, it was like the, the band would come on and it would be very, like, toned down. It would be dialed down. It wouldn't be, like, their big band. It would be, like, acoustic. You know what I mean? Right? So that's Yeah, I liked of- it. That's where um, there's one song that's called, um, I forgot the name of it. But yeah, that's exactly what I heard a song that I liked. <laughs> but I like it better because usually it's like a more mellow, laid back, yeah. acoustic type thing. So that's um, it. Think of this as the acoustic version of the broadcast. <laughs> there you go. Um, there you go. So so we're just we've only got a couple of things to talk about this week. Um, we had the tell all part one of the tell all of um, happily ever after. We're still waiting on ha- on uh, the other way to come back and continuing our trend of no tea. There's just not a lot of tea and fraud that's been happening behind the scenes for us to bring to you. And you guys, we've been reading the reviews. Uh, a lot of you guys liked it. They're like, go back to what made you good, which was the the fraud and stuff. Well, we don't have a lot of that right now. So. I mean, there's just like, we can't make it up. So we're just, we're just going to bring you what we do have, which is our discussion of Larissa. And we've got some Jihoon stuff we're going to talk about. So that's it. That's all we got for you. And And I guess that's a pro and a con, right? It's It's a pro that there's not a lot of fraud that we know of because it was, it was, it was running wild a couple seasons ago, but then it's also <laughs> a con because then we're not packed. We're not packed with a lot of stuff to talk about, but yeah, I think it's like what, okay. So, you know, we can get into some of this a little bit is, is I think some of that is a, a, a byproduct of them tightening up their contracts over time, right? Like we used to get a lot of information from third parties, from these like tertiary characters on the show and stuff. And now I know they've tightened up their contracts a lot. Like they've got some, some language where like if anything comes out about a particular cast member, doesn't matter who released it. Like it could become from a tertiary cast member. It could become from our own research, whatever, like that cast member will get dinged for it or can get dinged. You know, TLC has the option to. So, far fewer people are talking to us and far fewer of these like secondary and tertiary characters and people are like talking or having their stuff on social media. Like they're getting tighter with their own social media, I think, so that we don't accidentally find a picture of their wedding on a friend's Instagram. Right. Jasmine and Blake. (laughs) I mean, who, who did, who did the best job? I think actually Tanya and Sinjin did an okay job until we realized who officiated, officiated the wedding. And then it was like, all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gotta yeah. get nosy now. Yeah. Because I have nothing else to do with my life, right? Right. Oh, God. If only. <laughs> but this was so much fun. Like, I mean, things have changed, you know? I mean, things have changed from, from the season where we discovered that Summit was married and then things just, you know, things have been building to then. And then things exploded after that. And then they, things got tamped down. And... We just aren't getting as much information. And, you know, I mean, the cast or obviously... Or people don't want to share it. It's not It's not a lack of info. It's, you know, a lack of being able to release it. But that's okay, because we have true, good things we, to talk yeah. about today. Yeah, we do get um, stuff that sometimes that we, yeah, that we can't, that we're not allowed to share. Anyway, um, yeah, we do have some good stuff to talk about today. So the first thing we're going to talk about is what all of, you know, social media has been talking about for a week and a half is Larissa. And first we had her ICE detention, which we discussed on um, last week's show. So this week we have her being fired from TLC. Um, or whatever verbiage you want to use, she will no longer be participating in the 90 day fiance franchise, (laughs) which I think is probably a really good thing. I mean, when this season started, she like the first episode, she was so upset because she was only in it for like six minutes. Right. She counted. Remember, she went on the the (laughs) long rant about how she doesn't want to even promote the show anymore because they only give her six minutes in the episode and blah, blah, blah. 
I don't think I don't think this season started off for a, a good a good go anyway. But mm-hmm. she did something that she says released, got her fired, whatever. Uh, triggered triggered this event (laughs) right and that is what she says is her cam soda appearance um for people who don't Mm -hmm. know what cam soda is cam soda is like a cam girl service so you have um how is that different than a a porn service well um (laughs) i mean i know the difference but yeah like porn seems more procured (laughs) <laughs> you know the cam girls just really you know the the girls on the cam and sometimes i don't i don't know very much details of the cam girl world but there is tokens and you know it's like any live show where you can give some kind of digital form of money um pay them to do certain things i did not get a chance to watch larissa's cam show so um, I kind of got everything secondhand, but mm-hmm. I guess that's where she did her great plastic surgery reveal to show everybody the puppies she got. Mm-hmm. Um, I she puppies, was like in the shower <laughs> or she had oil all over or something like that. And she wasn't was fully nude, I don't mm-hmm. think, but she showed her boobs, but right. she didn't show the bottom real estate. I can imagine not because she just had her other surgery that I think she was still recovering from. So... Her Brazilian butt lift surgery? No, no, no. She had, um, I forgot what it's called, but it, it, it can happen when you have children in pregnancy and it <gasps> oh, separates yeah. the abdominal muscles. And oh, you uh, yeah. have to have surgery to get it kind of yeah, put back together. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. She, just, she just had that surgery. And so I think mm. maybe that is still healing up. I don't know. Whatever. She didn't choose to show it. But <laughs> this, this cam session is what got her fired from TLC her her story right um, and I guess it's really confusing because <laughs> they all have only fans and it's totally fine because we have seen body parts on the mm-hmm. only fans equal to what Larissa has shown mm-hmm. so what's the difference I mean is there a contract involved with cam soda that she may have signed that may have conflicted with the 90 day T 90 day TLC contract or I mean what well, do you think okay so that's my thought okay so so what we saw we we the way that this came out was that there were secondhand reports and I by secondhand I mean not Larissa not TLC reporting that she had been fired she came out later and confirmed that she, in fact, had been fired. And her statement was she is being released from her contract due to her cam soda appearance. Now, as a lawyer, my my antenna immediately went off because when I hear released from a contract, there's a very specific legal meaning to that term. And it's not the same as being like, TLC chose not to pay me because I violated a term of the contract. There are very different legal ramifications. There's different legal, you know, meanings to these various things. And that's just something that as an attorney who deals with contracts on a regular basis, those, you know, those are things that have very specific meaning in my world. So when I heard release from your contract, I said, First of all, no. A TLC doesn't release anybody from a contract. When you get released from a contract, that releases both sides of of any contractual obligations. And even with somebody like Jeffrey, who they chose not to show in in the after shows, right, uh, the pillow talk and whatnot, um, my source at TLC actually said, no, we're not going to fire him. It's cost too much to fire him. Meaning if you get released from your contract, they have to pay you a certain amount. There's, there's certain things in the contract that say, you know, if you do this, we have to do this. You know, we, we, you know, you do this, we'll do this there. You know, there's what this is, is what they call bargained for like terms, right? Like if different things, obligations, Rights and obligations that attach to each party. Right. And so they didn't, to, for them to, quote unquote, fire someone, it cost them a lot because they have to basically buy them out of their contract. But TLC's, con- and so they don't do that. So, but what TLC's contracts are written in such a way, there's certain aspects that are written in such a way that, well, if you do certain things, you violate parts of the contract and we no longer are obligated to pay you. 
And that's what we see violated most often. Um, we've talked about this before, where if you violate your NDA in certain ways, you get um, you don't get paid, or you you know you only get paid like you know however they have they stagger their payments like wherever they're at now they can stop it. They can they cannot pay you. Um, they didn't fire Lisa, baby girl Lisa. Um, but they stopped paying her when she started violating her NDA. So there's different contractual terms and obligations that they, TLC is a, is no longer, TLC discovery, whatever, is no longer obliged to do if the talent does something to violate their end of the contract. So that's more, my in my eyes, that's more likely what happened is that there's something that happened with Larissa's appearance with Cam Soda that violated her contract in such a way that they had the right, if they chose to exercise it, to say, we're not going to pay you. We're no longer going to show you on the show. Because apparently she was in the middle of filming something new with TLC and she stopped. I mean, we don't have independent confirmation of that. We've just heard that, right? Gotcha. Um, so I guess another question would be... Um, I mean, this is something we can only speculate because we don't know what her status with her visa is. Uh, is TLC known for sponsoring visas? They're not known they were... for it, no. No. Okay. They don't. They do not. I wouldn't and think they would. And has an agency even commented on that, that you don't see that very often? I think so, but we also know how secretive Sharp Entertainment can That's be, true. so it's not like you can Google it, yeah. you know? <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I had my I had a network source that told me once that, no, they never do that, but you know, that could have been bullshit, who knows, you right. know? <laughs> well, I mean, the, the cash cow that Larissa kind of was being on the show, right? And then keeping her all, keeping her there to keep her on the show. Uh, where I was going with it was, could she have violated that by doing the cam soda, which could be considered a job? Yeah, I don't know. Now, you know, we've you, you mentioned talking about the, you know, she was half nude. You know, how come the only fan, people with only fans isn't a problem, but with her it was a problem. That's what leads me to think that there was something contractually she did something with cam soda in a contractual way that violated her contract with TLC. It wasn't the nudity per se. It was something else like maybe she, because she had all this apparel on that was cam soda. Maybe that was a violation, like a licensing things like people who are licensed with Nike can't wear Adidas, you know, like sports stars. Oh, that's <laughs> a good point because I mean, it only seems like the only thing they go to afterwards is boom bod, uh, what is it? Timmy, mm -hmm. cameo, um, are the only things you really see them sponsor. Maybe there's a certain bank. Oh, and the sex toys now. There's now the oh yeah the, the clit sucking Eve. vibrators yeah. that mm -hmm. that people are advertising now. I don't yeah, see the guys doing like, too much. I, I thought there'd I be some guy sponsors of that. <laughs> I'm still think. waiting. I'm still waiting. I'm <laughs> thinking Colt's probably going to be the first one to advertise the clit sucking vibrator. Oh, he, he can be like, I, I suck, but this doesn't. Or I don't suck. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know. But hey, but, we, we need to show we need to show that that men support it too, right? Right. But I mean, there seems to be a certain, you know, JCPenney catalog of sponsorships that you can accept that post 90 day. Uh -huh. yeah. And I wonder if Cam Soda was like one of those absolutely knows. Um, Larissa seems like the one to do whatever she wanted because I think she thought she was untouchable in Sharp's eyes. Like, oh, they love me too much not to to do anything to me, right? How many how many boundaries do they need to push before TLC goes, okay, stop, just leave? You know? <laughs> she finally you, found it. The fact that so many cast members show their part, body parts in OnlyFans and she she showed her body parts in this cam soda tells me that it wasn't that aspect of this partnership that she had that there was some kind of you know other contractual issue you know maybe there was some kind of contract she entered in with them that she wasn't allowed to do like you can't enter into a contract cuz only fans you don't enter into a contract you just sort of do it right so 
maybe there was she had a contract with only or with cam soda she was going to wear their things she was going to do this she was going to do a show it was going to bring everybody money like if she entered into a contract with them that she wasn't allowed to per her contract with sharp discovery tlc maybe that was enough to trigger them saying okay we're we're not going to pay you or you know we're not going to continue right. our relationship because with only- you yeah, because OnlyFans is just like Patreon. It's just a platform where you can share things with people who are willing to pay for it. Um, Cam Soda is known for taking applications for sponsorship. They do it for esports. They've done it for models. So, so um, yeah, if they reached out to her and said, "Hey, we'll sponsor you." That could that could be a conflict yeah, there. There could be a conflict there. And again, I, you know, you go back to the sports stars who are contracted with Nike they're not permitted to wear Adidas when they play basketball, for example. Um, and every time they do, they're incurring a fine per their contract with Nike, right? Like right. they have to pay a certain amount per violation. That's just standard contractual stuff. There's nothing fancy about that for sports stars. There's nothing fancy about that for 90-day stars, right? Like there's, they can be fined for each NDA violation they incur, you know, type of thing. So it could be something as, 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 as simple as that, as they, you know, they had these things. And one of the, one of the things that TLC had the right to do if she violates these provisions is do this, which is quote unquote release her or fire her or whatever term. Well, she seems to be happy because she kept on posting like nothing was wrong. I mean, and Cam Soda is the only time I heard of them is, um, I'm going to go real far off here. <laughs> so uh, Under Armour canceled their, or they want to terminate their contract with UCLA athletes. Mm. I think that Cam Soda was the one that stepped up with the $205 million sponsorship deal. So uh. it, it, they could have bought the other contract out, too. I don't know how that mm-hmm. works or if it works, but she's, she definitely doesn't seem to really be phased by it. She put out her ana- yeah. announcement. They released me. Sounds like she requested for a release, right? I mean, I just think that that may be, it could be, it could be anything. It could be more of a factor of her, you know, language barrier issue. You know what I mean? Like, or her contract or her agent or, you know, I mean, I hear, again, I hear released from your contract. That's very specific legal meaning, which she may be relating information that was told to her, or she just may be, that may be her interpretation. I don't know. Or maybe it was what she was told to say. Who knows? Correct. Could be. Right. Could be. Um, the other The other point is you mentioned about her um, uh, immigration status. Her release with TLC happened a couple of days before her ICE detention. So that goes to maybe that was the event that triggered ICE detaining her. Well, see, that would make like sense. Like what you were saying about the employment. TLC, yeah, mm-hmm. but that's only if they sponsored her. If they didn't right. sponsor her, then no one would give a shit if she lost lost the contract. And right. ICE. Right. But if her status changed because TLC said, hey, she's no longer employed and we're no longer sponsoring her. I don't know. Or she's no longer on a work visa. You know, Mm -hmm. we had a visa expert. We could ask them if we had one. (laughs) (laughs) And that's funny. But no, I mean, those are those are questions. I mean, and all we can do right now is really speculate what happened based on what we've heard and read. And that's kind of where that's kind of where we sit. Yeah. I mean, we just, you know, Hannah Kyle and I found ourselves discussing these different aspects of this. And so we thought, well, why don't we bring this to the show? Um, You know, we don't know. We haven't seen the behind the scenes stuff. All we know is what she told us right on social media. And, um, and, and yeah, I mean, what we know is that she, they've parted ways, right? Right. <laughs> we don't know if she was paid off. We don't know if she got the remaining amount of her contract. We don't know if she's paid for the work she's done so far. We don't know. And there's no, unfortunately, with TLC and Discovery, there's no, um, it's not like there's a historical precedent we can go to that says this is what they do every time. 
you know, because they don't, they do whatever they want. Their contracts allow them to do these things, whatever they want. Um, essentially, you know, some people, they don't pay if they have violate the NDA, other people, they don't care about, um, you know, if they're TLC darling. So there's no, there's no historical precedent we can go to, to say, oh, Hey, this is what normally happens in these circumstances. I mean, I will say TLC doesn't generally quote unquote fire people because it's too expensive. They have to buy them out of their contract. So, right. Uh, so what know. else do we have on the roster today? Jihoon. Oh, Ji-hoon. speaking of another TLC darling. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ji-hoon has broken his silence on social media. He's had some recent silence. So you'll have to fill me in because I've been uh, shoulders deep in work today. So Yeah, this came out today. Or I think it just, yeah, it just came out today. So uh, Ji-hoon posted a, I want to say it's like a 13 story, 13 page story on his Instagram and um, it's not on his feed. So it's just on the story. So I guess once it disappears, I mean, it's not going to disappear forever because every meme and blogger account has reposted it. So he comes on and he says, basically to everyone who's been witnessing the past few months of Devin and mine's relationship, I've not been the one to put this out on social media because I believe strongly not to cause drama online. However, now with the accusations and lies swarming around, I must defend myself so that my son sees the truth one day. So please read with an open mind and understand that our languages differ, so I'm trying to translate the best that I can. Thank you, and please read. So he addresses each one of these allegations, and I'm going to go through them, and then um, Hannah Kawa is going to comment. <laughs> Um, Jihoon's parents abused Drusilla. This is probably the biggest one that people keep talking about. Did, did, was there abuse? uh, Devin has accused Jihoon and his parents of abuse. We don't know what that means. We just know that there was some kind of accusation made. His response is, it's a lie. There are no circumstances, evidence, or reasons for that. It's social media and the world making up falsehoods. But it's okay to walk around outside wearing masks on children in America. I don't know what that means, but this is his words. Is it okay to try to muzzle her? Is it okay to force children on rides for their couple videos when they cry and don't like it, but continue to do it anyway? This is what is shown on their YouTube channel. Oh, so he's arguing that he, there was no evidence, nothing to support any kind of abuse from him or his parents. But in a sense, he's accusing them, uh, Devin, and I'm assuming her mom, um, to force like these videos that they've posted of Drusilla and Taeyang at like the amusement park and doing different things. Like maybe they're being forced to do so. They're crying and they're getting pictures and videos. Sounds like he's saying that, okay, that's what they're doing, not what he's doing. Maybe that, I mean, to be honest, it's like any photo shoot of children I did. They cry. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that. They don't, they don't like things sometimes and they cry. But I mean, if you're elongating that suffering, that could be seen as a little, you know, Yeah, my upsetting. kid cried, cried when he asked for waffles and I gave him waffles and then he yeah, would cry. Everyone <laughs> has a crying Santa Claus pick where you're sitting on Santa Claus's lap, bawling your eyes out. Um, so that I can see as being like, a, okay, that happens. Um, I don't, I, I don't know t- if it's a good comparator for him. Yeah. I mean, th- but he's also, I mean, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to be on both sides, but I think his emotions here, he's trying to construct it in a way that he's not upset, not just because it's a video with the new boyfriend and his child, you know what mm, I mean? Like, right, that, all, right. all that together oh, could may- be a little sensitive. <laughs> well, we get there. We get there. So, okay. So the next, the next accusation is Jihoon only took a nap without taking care of his family. His response is it's a lie. I start work at 10 AM and finish work at 2 AM. I have to get up at eight and get ready to go to work. And I can't, fall asleep at 3 a.m. when I come home from work. You need to sleep a little more once a week to relieve your fatigue and work the next day. So that's that one. Um, So he's saying he worked 10 a.m. to 2 a.m. And then maybe on his one day off, he napped is what it kind of sounds like. Right, because he had to get all of his energy back. I mean, (laughs) 
I, I get it. I mean, I don't I don't have a whole day to nap, but I'm still alive. <laughs> and I think that <laughs> that could have been Devin's argument of really like, you know, you don't need to spend a whole day just doing nothing because. But but by her saying he naps all the time or whenever and doesn't take care of his family, she's implying that he does that every day. Yeah, but think about what happens when someone becomes your crack reader, right? Uh, that yeah. one day is all the time. And when you're <laughs> napping, you're obviously not taking care of your kids or helping. So Yeah, and she's right? so one day she wants to hand off the kids and she can't right, because, because he's, he's off. But because he's off, he wants to sit and nap. So she has parental duties again. <laughs> that's That's one way to look at it. Um, the next is Devin paid all the expenses in Korea, and he says it's true. Unlike the broadcasting, there is a different profit from YouTube, so I don't have to work. I believe that because of what she told me. But I knew that the revenue was not affordable for my family, and I, and I decided to go back to work. My family used the money we earned from working together. In Korea, we all work together to help support each other. It's the Korean culture. So there's a lot of things to unpack there. Right. So un the first part is unlike the broadcasting, there's a different profit from YouTube. Yes, that's accurate. Right. Right. So what does he mean besides the broadcasting? The show or? No, no. no. Unlike the broadcasting, there's a different pro profit from YouTube. So it sounds like the broadcasting, meaning the show, and then there's YouTube. And then he says, so I, I believe that because of what she told me. So I guess he believed that he'll get money from YouTube and the show. Or maybe or maybe what it is, is I can see that maybe YouTube is under her name. So she has all the financials in her name um, and the revenue from their YouTube channel obviously probably went to her account. And that was enough to pay off expenses for the family. That, oh, that but makes sense. But yeah. he still worked because there was still a need because he considers the family not just his immediate, but his his parents as well. I'm okay. thinking yeah. that he, he means we all work together for the basic. It's not just our money versus their money. Right, right. And and that last part about, you know, it's the Korean culture. We all work. To, like, we talked about that at the beginning of the season, right? That was that was uh, Agent C's hill to die on. Why he was always defending Ji Hoon was this Korean culture. He was getting slammed on for stuff that he felt was just Korean culture stuff. Well, she so. went over there, I, th I think, not with a very... I think she had some level of understanding of the culture, but maybe not the deep mechanics of it, like how the family works or how money is seen or how roles and responsibilities are divided in households. And those are two different things that people always clash with when they come mm -hmm. together. In marriage, you know, we have our traditional men do this, women do that. Or mm -hmm. you have the view of there are no gender role specific <laughs> chores and you better fucking wash the dishes. Shut the fuck up. But <laughs> when you go to a different country, they may not have that view. And mm -hmm. I guess you also have to consider that, too. You know, we see a lot of the people of 90 Day go over to different countries and think that. Because I'm American, I don't have to conform or even consider your traditions. Oh, right? Drives me crazy. I know. So <laughs> I don't know if that was the case with Devin. Um, I, I take her for someone who probably would have researched a little bit more about Korean mm -hmm. culture. But there's always going to be something that someone surprises you with. And when you live together with somebody, then you also get kind of their their own family's way of doing things, not just the overall culture. So... Yeah, I, really, all really good points. Next slide says, Jihoon doesn't get a job. He says, it is a lie. At first, I was learning to work as a tile maker. I was learning to do professional work and had a plan to get a job, but I had to quit Tile Academy because I was asked to pay for it right away. Uh, I had no choice but to find a job that paid me right away. I had a car accident while working, but I limped and endured it. If I didn't show money right away, she said she would walk away from me and take the children. So instead of pursuing my title career, I had to settle for any job I could find to hopefully keep her in Korea. I mean, sounds like he just got any job, but, you know. Yeah. That, I, and she may not have been impressed with the types of jobs he had, right? Because mm -hmm. it, it seems like he was, like, doing the whole, I work Uber from this Hey, fraudcasters. Everyone knows that finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge. I know I've always had problems with it, whether it was the fit or the quality. 
Luckily, the perfect t-shirt does exist, and you can find it at Skims, the maker of my perfect t-shirt bra. Now I have the perfect t-shirt to go with that bra. From either crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, there's a style for everyone. My cotton jersey t-shirt is now a wardrobe staple for me. I reach for it almost every day, and the fit is so perfect because it snatches me right in at the waist. I've washed it a million times, and it's held its shape really well. It fits like a dream. I absolutely love it. And honestly, you guys, I thought, like, okay, this shirt is going to be too small for me, and it's not going to fit right, and all the bulges are going to show but it doesn't at all. I put it on and it magically stretches to fit me perfectly and it holds all those bulges in. Every little but last bulge that I have is all held in and it looks fantastic. I absolutely love it and it's super, super comfortable and it is, it is one of my new favorite t-shirts. You can shop the Skims t-shirt collection at skims.com, now available in sizes extra, extra small up to 4X. And if you haven't yet, be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop down menu. Time to this time. And then mm -hmm. I jump on to, uh, it's not called Joyride. What's the other one called? Lift. Lift. Yeah. <laughs> Joyride. Seriously. I don't know what kind of rides you're taking, Hanakawa, but it sounds uh, fun. So, something to take me far from here. Um, <laughs> they give you a happy but, ending but it while it seemed like he was doing odd jobs, like yeah. delivery or, you know, whatever. Kind of like jobs we consider to be like teenage jobs, right? Mm -hmm. Food service, things. Well, right. food service, not so much anymore. But, right, you know right. what I mean? We're just... Those yeah. jobs that like pe no one would glamorize. He's not going like, to be working oh, yeah, in an office. Six figures or yeah, don't work in the office. Save yourself, <laughs> damn it. I know, right? Uh, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah. This whole you know, if I didn't show money right away, she said she would take away the children away and take the or she would leave me and take the children. That sucks. Well, That's, that seems like a threat too. Whenever someone's constantly hearing, "Well, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to take the kids yeah. away, and I'm going to take the kids away, and I'm going to take the kids away," like yeah, you know, yeah, it, it's not just about you know you wanting to run back to America. Yeah, if, if someone's constantly saying, "No, I'm going to get a job, I'm going to get a job, I'm going to get a job," and they don't, you're going to be like, "Okay, you know, do something. Let me see some results." Right. Right. Can I also say this? This sounds like a, a Maury show. <laughs> Devin said Jahoon doesn't get a job. We have determined that is a lie. <laughs> we haven't determined that, you guys. We don't know. We, haven't, we, we don't know. We're just going off what he's posting right now. Yeah, we're just dissecting what he's posting. That's all we got. Um, next is Jihoon is divorced and taking care of his appearance. He says, it is true. After taking care of my appearance, about taking care of my appearance, not about us divorced. What is what, what? What does he have to take a? There's more. About there's appearance? more. Oh, okay, there's more. Okay. <laughs> Without my family and her officially leaving me, there was no point in saving all my money to give to her unless it was to buy things for my son. Devin had a new man, even though we are still married, and this hurt very badly. I thought Devin had left me because I was a nobody, so I invested in myself because I wanted to make myself a better person. Oh. Okay, so it sounds like he's saying, okay, the, the, the statement is Jihoon is divorced and taking care of his parents. He's saying it's a lie that he's, or, you know, he's not divorced because on paper they're still married. Um, and he is taking care of his parents because he thought that she left him because of being a nobody. And that's kind of sad if that's what he thought. I mean, obviously it's what he thought. It's what he posts, right? So that's sad. Right. Well, in, in, in one of his lives that he did, he was saying how he wanted to, you know, get more muscle. And it, it seems like try to fit the idea that he thinks Devin wants in a guy, mm. maybe a hun more hunkier dude. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he he's not, he's not unattractive. But I mean, if that's not your type, you don't want someone who's more slim frame than. Yeah. You know. He's not going to be Arnold Schwarzenegger overnight. Right. <laughs> uh, um, all right. So next one is Jihoon is happy after a breakup. His response is, it is a lie. He says, it is so hard to pretend to be bright on the outside. It is so hard that I eat one meal a day. 
but in order to meet Taeyang later, I want to live only on the positive side and think about seeing him. Being alone is so painful. I miss Taeyang. Uh, so I, I get I got yelled at for pronouncing his name wrong. Taeyang, Taeyang, so much, and I want to hug him. I felt broken without Taeyang, and after not being together for a year. But now another man is pretending to be Taeyang's father and my wife's husband. On paper, Detman and I are still married. So uh, that is his statement. So he's saying he's not happy. He's he's so sad he's only eating once a day. Um, I, I get that. I remember uh, my divorce diet. I lost a lot of weight after my divorce. Right. Um. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. I think... Um, I'll take a crack at it. I think you pronounce his name Young. Okay. Heard a few times on the show. Okay. I'm forgetful. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I got yelled at. Somebody it was up in my DMs yelling at me for being an <laughs> asshole because I pronounced it wrong. I'm sorry. It It's hard, but I like I try to watch a show to then try and replicate the sounds. Yeah. But um, my mind goes straight to Japanese, so I have to get my head out of how those words work together. <laughs> so I'm like, ah, it's either English or Japanese for me. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, no one's going to be 100% happy after a divorce. Um, even Devin, she may be portraying that she's 100% happy, but there, there's going to be feelings there still. Yeah. Um, yeah, for just sure. Gonna, they're just going to be different, and he's going to he's gonna get pass it or, or move move on from those feelings differently than she is and mm-hmm. um, for sure I, I do sure. feel bad because when he, he seems to be stuck in a I, I miss my son right right and there's nothing I can do except uh-huh. to try to be better to see if I can see him again you mm-hmm. know that's a horrible place to be to be circling oh yeah and then I mean this is when he brings up you know, another man pretending to be his father and my wife's husband. And that clearly hurts him. Um, well, and it's worse when it's uh, a million people seeing it on Instagram and oh, YouTube. God, yeah. You know, it's different if it was a, a more private divorce and you knew that there was another guy and maybe you saw a picture or two. Um, but when, you know, you go online or social media and it's everywhere. That, that's not going to help. <laughs> so, yeah, for sure. At all. And then he gets all of this stuff, forcing him to respond the way he is. So um, next one. She is discriminated against Drusilla and Young. Not sure what he means by that, but I think his answer actually clarifies it. It is true. But Devin wanted her daughter to be my daughter. Young is my son. She said this to me. She wanted me to be father to to Drusilla. I accepted, and when I tried to show Drusilla right from wrong or even disciplining, both Devin and Drusilla rejected the growing pains. Devin did not accept any type of discipline or helping her child become an amazing young girl. Here's a prime example. Drusilla was enrolled into an English academy in Korea. I would get calls from the director that Drusilla was hitting, spitting, screaming, and pulling other kids' hair and the teachers. So I'd come down to the school and try to talk to her the best I could. She wouldn't listen. She would continue with the same tactics even after I would show her what she was doing was wrong. When she was pulling other children's hair and making them cry, I tugged on her hair and asked, if I pull your hair, does it hurt? You don't want to hurt your friends or the other kids. And that still didn't work in her understanding. How could I be a father to a child who she had call me dad in Korean, but when I tried to be a father, Devin said I was in the wrong and hurt her child. And he puts in paren, I have have a written statement from the school in regards to these incidents of Drusilla being this way. So I guess it sounds like the accusation is that he discriminated against Drusilla, um, but... He, she wanted him to be her, you know, Drusilla's father, and he accepted that role. But then when he tried to be a father the way he felt a father should be, not everybody would agree with his parenting style, but he tried to do it the way he felt was right. And those advances were rejected, as it were. 
Right. It, see, it seems like uh, in his perspective, he was asked to be a parent. And part of being a parent is disciplining, but that's the one part that they didn't agree on. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a hard one because mm-hmm. it's, it's even it's even polarizing in, in the states of mm-hmm. do you spank your kid or do you not? And right. those are debates I don't hop into right. because everyone has the right to say what's best for their child. But and, mm-hmm. and those conversations have to be discussed between the two parents. And, and that could be someplace where they did not agree. Right. And and you get it. Yeah, for sure. And you get it in mixed blended families often as well. You know, um, even if the two parents in theory agree, OK, on like the, the big things, either we are or we are not going to spank our child. Right. What does that mean for the nuances of disciplining? You know, I, you know, I go, you know, zero to a hundred in these instances and he goes zero to a hundred in these instances, but they're not the same. You know, how do you reconcile those when it comes to disciplining each other's kids? Do you even discipline each other's kids? Like there's a lot of questions that happen. So, I mean, yeah, this seems like completely, um, a normal, (laughs) a normal issue, I guess I would say. Right. It's a normal issue that probably, and who knows if they did or not, something that you, they, they probably should have discussed when she was pregnant or, you know, um, since Giselle's already a child, the discussion on, you know, hey, I want you to play the role of stepdad or are mm-hmm. you willing to play the role? And, and this is this is the agreements we should have for taking care of her. Um, the show makes it seem like she's. Uh, a wild child, mm-hmm. unruly, untamable, in need of discipline. Um, well, it depends on your opinion because some people see that and don't think she needs discipline. They think she's just being a child and it's fine. There, and, There is that. And I, and I was honestly the same way with my own kid going, <laughs> oh, he's just acting like a three-year-old. I'm not, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not diagnosing her child. Mm-mm. But those are the same things that happened when I found out that he had ADD mm-hmm. because it went from he's just, you know, a wild kid to holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot more to it. You yeah. know, when, it, when the school starts calling, <laughs> that's when you have the problems. You got to start dealing no. with stuff. Yeah. But but those are hard, too, because you will have one parent that says, no, it's fine. Everything's good. And another one mm-hmm. that's like screaming, no, we need to fix this problem. Right. And and who knows what, you know, kind of issues were arising from the school from, you know, kids, kids pulling other kids hair and, and any kind of mm-hmm. stuff is also sensitive. Right? That is. You, you don't yeah. want to get into that. I don't yeah. want to get into that. Yeah, but no, no. That's, I, I that's can see too, where the argument happened between yeah. them about disciplining her. Yeah, for sure. And like you said, the show makes it seem like she is this wild, untamable child. And it, it, I mean, we don't know if that's how she really is all the time, right? We just know what the right, show is. Right, no, as, as long as, so, as, as, as many hours as they're filming, right. I can't imagine that she's being, you know, cray-cray child the whole time. They mm. obviously picked highlighting moments. Um, she gets an edit too. (laughs) Everybody gets an edit. She gets an edit too. And, you know, it seems like the kids, especially with Robert's kid too. Oh yeah. The the craziest moments, right? Mm -hmm. You know, he's kicking them in the bed and doing, and doing bicycles in the bed with them. It's like, come on guys. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, for sure. Um, okay. So next one, Devin tried to contact Jihoon's parents, but it was impossible. He says, it is a lie. My parents never once heard from Devin. Korea can get records if it is commissioned by a telecommunication company. I can prove it. So he's saying, no, she never tried to contact them and and phone records would prove it. So. It's like, sure. Okay. Um, I mean, that's just, that's simple. (laughs) Either she did or didn't, you know. I mean, it seems like just, I mean, I I understand wanting to clarify things. It seems like he just wants to say, no, no one has tried to contact me. Yeah. Um, This, this turns into a, a he should, he said, she said situation where I think it's both that they're good that they're both able to put out their sides. I heard, I saw is it confirmed that Devin won't be at the tell-all? 
I don't know if it's confirmed, but there is the rumor that she was not, she will not be there. Gotcha. Not under, I don't know why. Um, I don't know if the rumor of why she's not going to be there was, was like clarified that she's not going to be there because she wasn't invited or because she refused or any of that. Um, the, the headline I saw, which was a clickbait headline type of, was she was not invited because of the abuse allegations, which doesn't make any sense because she's the one who made the abuse allegations. So it would make wouldn't make sense that she was not invited. It, it would seem, if anything, it would be like Jihoon wasn't. But um, again, we don't know that that that's actually true or not at this point. Right. So well, we'll have to see. I mean, we still have the second part of the other way to watch, and then the tell all because we don't get a mid season tell all, unfortunately. No, <laughs> that would be kind of cool, but you know, <laughs> yeah, we, we have but to no. wait for that. So there, I don't think there'll be much news about them unless they, you know, put something out on the interwebs, for or if us one to, of, if, if we get something from one of our sources. Yeah, yeah. Um, next one, Devin tried to co-parent, but Jihoon refused. He says it is a lie. She told me that she would send pictures of my son to me. What's the use of me if I'm just going to look at the picture of my son? So at the time, feeling so low and depressed, I started to think maybe I should just give up Young if I could only see the picture of him. Then the, the line application app that we communicate on mistranslated and translated it as I can't raise the son and that I refuse to see any pictures it actually meant that i wanted to really meet with my son it's not easy when we both have different language and she was not willing to learn korean i was trying everything i could to learn english and i still was not good enough in her eyes so there's a couple things there it looks like she he was saying she was offering oh i'll give you pictures of him and he's like well i want more than just pictures and um i want to see him too and the mistranslated made it sound like he didn't want to see the sun, see Taeyang. Right. I think, I think it could have been, I don't want this to be the way I see him. Mm-hmm. Right. Pictures right. are so great, but it's not the same as physically seeing your kids. So, um, it's, it's a little hard if someone takes them to another country, you, you know. Right. And he was like, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, I mean, he's saying, that what's the good what's the use of pictures i can't hold pictures the way i can my son so right yeah certainly some some translation issues there um and he points out that well i mean according to him that she was not willing to learn korean and he tried to learn english but it wasn't enough so let's he said she said right kind of that's all we have right now <laughs> the next one I swear we're getting to the end, I promise. I know, I'm like, how long was this? I told you it was 13, 13 slides and we're on seven. Oh my God. We're on seven, okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> why, did you, why did you break up with Devin? He says, while I was working, I suddenly got a call from Devin. She said that she would kill herself if I didn't let her leave for America with my son. So while I was working, I headed home to comfort Devin. The next day, I scratched my card and sent Devin to America. My parents said they'd take care of the children if she left them, but it might be hard. She said she would take the children with her. I was fired from my job because I suddenly quit. I was getting a salary of four to five million won. Quick, do a translation. Do a conversion on that. And a month later, she suddenly said that I abused Drusilla and demanded a breakup. A month later, another man was imitating Tae Young's father. Devin made claims saying that Drusilla told Devin that I had been abusing Drusilla. Drusilla told the truth that there was nothing to be said later on. And Devin was still going for the separation without confirming it with me. She did it through social media after she found her new boyfriend. Interesting. So a lot there. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't, I don't know how far five million won gets you, but I think the the simple conversion would be like maybe four grand. That's maybe. not bad. Yeah, four grand if it, a month. He said. But, uh, yeah. I mean that's not terrible. No, well, yeah, get his, getting a salary of four to five million won. I don't know how it does. He doesn't specify, and I don't know how often. Like that's normal. Right. When right. Okay. Pay was. Um, 
Um, but these other things that, you know, she said that she was going to kill herself if she didn't let him, he didn't let her leave. So he let her leave. Um, he got fired. And then um, later the abuse ac- accusations came out and that Drusilla later told the truth that nothing was happening, but Devin didn't listen to that and still went Well, she's already separate. going forward, right? Right. And saying that she did it all through social media after she found her new boyfriend. We're never going to know the timeline of all that, right? <laughs> no, not without, you know, as I always say, some dater. Dater. <laughs> some dater. There's no dater. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's hard. I mean, it, saying all that stuff is just him telling his story. Mm-hmm. Um, I take all this with a grain of salt, especially when it comes to someone saying, I'll kill myself for this and that, mm-hmm. you know, it, th- those are hard to, to be on, but it's just, it sucks that he has to go on social media to explain this to people. Yeah. Um, and then his other one says, okay, I, this is his sort of his final, his closing here. Although there are a couple more slides after this, I want to touch on says, I've tried to be the mature one and not bring this to social media or have part in any of the drama. However, now it is becoming such a sickening issue and hurting me in such a toxic way, and I'm trying to heal and be a better person. I just want to clarify. The income from Cameo goes to Devin, and that money she gets is being spent on a new man that I made, a new man that I made for our son. Whether she uses the money for my son, who knows? Korea is worse than the U.S. Devin has tried to use the law against me. However, I have become very familiar with Korea laws and American laws. She tried to use false laws to make it seem like I have no hope. However, I do have hope and I do have options. She consistently says online that she lets me see him. But when I ask to FaceTime, she ignores me or just doesn't respond at all. Even if I just try to forget everything... I keep bothering myself with lies like this. I waste my time thinking so toxic. I am trying to move on and become the man I know I can be. But with this drama, it isn't worth it. Does that mean I give up on her son? Not at all. I still try to video call. I will be sending toys and clothes to her mother's house for my son. If it weren't for people around me helping me now and showing me I can keep fighting, I can keep trying and hoping, I would not be here today. That... This will be the last time I address these allegations and I will be moving on in my life and letting all the toxic media news go. I will be focusing on myself and sending my son things he needs and wants. So a couple more slides and then commentary. She always said America is number one. She always ignored Korean culture. By the way, your boyfriend is Korean American too? Question mark. The day I flew to America to meet her for the first time, I saw her phone for a while. There was a conversation with several Korean men in the messenger. Now I understand. When we were in Korea, she never thanked them. I think maybe, I don't know who he's talking about. She never thanked them and never said Korean greeting to them. Oh, his parents. And she's lying about my parents abusing her, Drusilla. She yelled at my mother because they couldn't communicate at all. My father spoke a little English. It's fine. So my mother got angry, yelled at her. That's abusive. I have talked more, but that's all I have to say. Anyways, the situation is very good for me. This relationship gave me a chance to grow up and I could change myself. Now I'm going to keep silent again. In this case, I want to talk to you guys more about something else. Um, pretend to be a victim. It's like cut off at the top, so I don't know what it says. Something didn't pretend to be a victim. I literally tried to focus on my life. She keeps attacking me and trying to undermine me. Why? She's making boyfriends so fast that she's trying to pin blame on me. You know what I don't care about? I don't care of your life anymore, but I really care about poor Young. When T grow up, he's thinking, Young, what? Young. Colon. Wow, my parents look so fucking idiots like this. I'm so ashamed of my son. I mean, we're bad parents to him. I'm a shameful father to him. Ha ha ha. And that's it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, I'm hoping he stays off social media for a little bit, both posting and consuming it. Um, I think it might be better for him. Yeah, agree. Right. I, I I mean, in the end, it seems like, you know, the, the, the anger is being reminded of it. 
having it rubbed into his face. She replaced him. He kind of feels like he she was looking right. Mm-hmm. She was looking. She found someone and then found a way to get out. Right. I mean, um, there are the, there's so much of this story is just like half of young married marriages breaking up. Right. Like all over the the country, all over the U.S. Like, I don't know. It seems like a very sort of normal situation in that they weren't getting along. They disagree on some things. One finds a new a new person. Questions about when they found him because of whatever. And now they're slinging mud at each other. I see this on Facebook all the time with like real people, not cast members on TV shows. Right. Like <laughs> People airing their dirty laundry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're just like, please don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I mean, all the murder, murder, kill shows I, I see that I have to do with bad relationships all have some version of this in their story, right? I mean, not that they're just going to end with murder, murder, kill. What I mean is, is that it's just such a normal story of right. couples breaking up, marriages and breaking I mean, up. And then there's the other aspect of, um, you know... Devin wasn't outwardly flaunting it until it came out, right? Mm-hmm. And then she went forward with, okay, well, it's out. This is what it is. You know? I kind of take the blame for that because I'm the one that kind of outed that. <laughs> right. But I mean, it, it, whatever that was, but it doesn't give her, it doesn't give someone the excuse to continuously. I, I feel like she knows it's hurting him and she's doing it. And I yeah. think his best, the best thing for him would be to stay away from social media. Maybe, I mean, she claims he blocked her already, but, you know, people are posting it everywhere. Stay off social yeah. media for a moment. Yeah. And and work on and work on the, the mental health. And then when you feel fit enough to, to come back to it, do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it sucks because you, know. you don't want to have to stay off social media. But, you know, it's like I just, sometimes that's the best. You know, I know there's hurt on both sides. You know, um, and and everybody on social media as fans of the show are taking sides and we're never going to know 100% the truth on either side. And I know that there's hurt on both sides and it's going to take, you know, it's going to take time to get over what what they say is, you know, time takes time, right? They just, just going to need, and there's, and there's no sides in this. Divorces happen all the time people have disagreements yeah there are some people that are fault but you know as i get shoved down my throat all the time there's two sides and then there's the truth so (laughs) (laughs) three sides to every story right his side her side and the truth right exactly so we got to hear both sides and i i hope that they can come up with something where you know both sides aren't hurting so much yeah more than jihoon and i don't know how international international co-parenting would work but um but it works people do it you know right people do it all the time and it it happens so um you know i mean that it is what it is right i just i hope that we get some you know new new couples i want fresh couples i want i want contracts to be loosened i want I want to liven up our frauds again. <laughs> I want to get back to the fraud and not dissecting, you know, people's marriages falling apart. <laughs> I want new blood. Soon, maybe one day. We'll have to see what else they come out with. I want new um, blood. I want new right. blood. Um, and in other forms, too. It may not be 90 Day Fiance. Maybe yeah. some other weird dating relationship show they're cooking in the oven right now. Who knows? Um, Who knows? I mean, we are the fraud cast. But, you know, that doesn't limit us to 90 day necessarily. So does it limit us to fraud? Does it limit Mm -hmm. us to fraud? (laughs) I mean, I don't know. The name kind (laughs) of does. The name does. but Whatever. All right. It was a good discussion. And as always, I love discussing these things with you. If you guys like hearing us discuss these, please continue to tune in. I am frauded by TLC on Instagram. I'm also just frauded on Instagram. You can find me there as well. Um, I want to thank our most recent patrons. I think we only have um, Elizabeth, I want to thank, as a new Patreon. Um, And uh, just so you guys know, for our Patreons, um, our fraudians, as it were, um, 
we, if in case you haven't seen the announcements on our Facebook group, we have an awesome event coming up for Patreon subscribers Friday evening that we're excited about. And all those details are coming soon just for the Patreon subscribers. So if you're interested in hearing more from us, come join us over on patreon.com slash the broadcast. And if you want to find me, you can find me at 90 Day Fiance Today on Instagram. Uh, and you can also find me on YouTube, High Functioning Millennial. Awesome. That's our show for today. Thank you so much for listening. Please don't forget to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode drop. And while you're there, if you want to leave us a five-star rating and review, we would really appreciate that as well. We um, are listening to your reviews and we're trying to make some changes in accordance. Until next week, we are the broadcast and we are dumpster diving so you don't have to. Hey, fraudcasters. You know, I used to find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. They were the first thing to take off when I got home. But Skims has changed all that. You guys know I love my Skims Fits Everybody t-shirt bras. I own them in just about every shade now. I wear them every single day when I leave the house. And they are completely worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. But what I was not expecting from them was how comfortable they are. Even the underwire bras that I wear all day, I barely even notice. Definitely not the first thing I take off when I come home anymore. Y'all, I'm a 36 double D and I've had a reduction and I've gone up and down and lost weight and gained weight and all the things. And the Fits Everybody t-shirt bra, I swear, fits me the best. I finally found a t-shirt bra that I can wear. But not only that, it is the best bra that I own. It holds the girls in so well. And let me just say, Hetero Life Mate really appreciates these bras too. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com. Now available in 62 sizes from a 30A to a 46H. Plus get free shipping on orders over $75. And if you haven't yet, please be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show, The Broadcast, in the drop-down menu that follows.